Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Very, very cool. Um, well, actually, this isn't cool at all. Our guest just disappeared. He had called in, and we were all set to go, and I'm seeing on the uh, the switchboard here. Yes, we have a switchboard. How? bet you didn't know that. Here he is. Here he is. Hey, before we start today, I want to thank everybody who's uh, reached out about uh, my wife, Danny, and everything. She is doing well. Um, had the big meeting yesterday with uh, her surgeon, and that's all. Uh, there's forward progress. There's movement. And, um, you know, that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. And uh, she's in much better spirits today than she had been. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate all the well wishes and all that. So, um I know, um, you know, people do that on, she's not on social media that much. Uh, you know, she's just, uh, she's part of that generation that's kind of burned out on it. I get where she's coming from. Oh, my God. Yes, everybody. This is a big announcement. I will be, apparently, they have threads for desktop now. Everybody keeps messaging me. Because that's what I really wanted to do is add another uh, social media thing to uh, have to do every day, every day. Oh, my gosh. Now, seriously, we'll just have the team do it, um, our social media team that we have uh, here. Um, why, there's, there's uh, Jim, James, Jimbo, um, Jay, and Jamie. No, it's all Jamie. It's all me. So, yeah, that's why I... Uh, and I'm an old man, man. I don't like doing all this stuff. I don't know what the hell a WhatsApp is. Um, anyway, yes, I'm going to look into it. I'm getting all these emails from people and, or DMs. They're not even called emails. See, I don't know what this stuff is. Anyhow, who cares? Look for that coming in the future at some point. That's all I'm going to say. When I get time, I'll look into it, man. Um, today, we've got a returning guest, one of my favorite people, just this guy is cool, turned up to 10, uh, you know, and, and he, he does it all. He does it all. He's a, a fantastic thespian, an actor extraordinaire, and, um, you know, just a really cool guy. And, oh, by the way, he's also a rocker. You know, he's got a band. He does some solo stuff. Just very, very cool. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Courtney Gaines. Courtney, what's going on, my friend? Good, man. Good to talk to you again. Oh, man. You know, Courtney, out of all the people I know, no, we've never had this conversation, but out of everyone, I was watching the uh, the, the Burning Man fiasco this week on the news. Wow. Yeah, crazy, oh, right? And I thought to myself, you know, who do I know that still, you know, because I went to that thing, I don't know, 2004, something like, you know, back when I was young and stupid. Um yeah, let's go wander around the desert for a week. That sounds fun. It, it really wasn't. <laughs> um, 
But I'm like, <laughs> I bet Courtney's like got his Harley out there or something on the plot. Oh, that's funny. Do you ever do that's that funny. kind of no, stuff? I've, I've never been to Burning Man. Uh, um, number one, I just don't like crowds. <laughs> right. So, but number two, if if somebody could hook me up with the like, you know, cherry RV, and I could be part of some tribe mm. that I all I gotta do is go there, and I'm hooked up, then I might do it. But that I, that invite hasn't happened. I I do know some people who do do it and been doing it for a long time though. I've just never really like, egged them on to like, hey man, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm the but, same yeah, that, way. That I'm sounds like a lot way. of crazy to me. That sounds like a lot of crazy. Oh to me. man. And all these people, you know, it's funny. I'm just watching this because I think that the people, at least the people I know that that, that do the uh, festivals and stuff like that, that still do it, you know, they, they have they have a certain detachment. I think that's kind of interesting to see sometimes. And so I'm watching, I don't know, CNN, whatever it was, some news program on the TV, and um, they're interviewing these people, and they're like, "Yeah, it was so crazy. It started raining, and it rained a lot." And then it got muddy. Like, they were surprised at all of it. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. I get you're from L.A., but, you know. Well, well, yeah, what Nevada happens when got, it rains? Nevada got slammed, though, man. Like, like Nevada's not yeah. used to getting hit like that. So I think that no. was the oh, – no. I'm, sure I'm sure that's the first time that's happened where it just got completely – just completely destroyed like that. So, but that's the weather now, man. The weather's doing crazy stuff. You know, there's no such thing as climate change. You know that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If I was in if I was in Vegas when that, I would just go to Caesar's Palace and get on that. Um, man, I got drunk in this bar. There was a bar there called Cleopatra's Barge, and it was an actual boat. Like you had to walk over a little thing, and it was they had a like a a, a fake river, and it was in it. And I'm like, this oh, is wow. a terrible idea. Let's get drunk and seasick at the same time. Only like in Vegas. Even 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 LA was like uh, had a threat of a hurricane a couple weeks ago. I mean, that's like no, never no. happened. That's like that's no, like crazy no. shit happening, my, man. My poor friends in San Diego are like calling me. What do we do? I'm like, uh, stock <laughs> up on vape juice. That's what you do, man. <laughs> Patting down yeah. the hatches, matey. Exactly. Good luck. <laughs> no, but yeah. they're not used to that. You know, they're just not. They're no. not. I, I no. know when I, when I first moved to San Diego, this, and I lived out there for 10 years. I live in South Florida now. Hurricanes like every other, every year, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but when Savannah, I moved so to San I'm Diego. With I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a freak thunder, like thunder and lightning storm. And they actually had to come on the TV, breaking news, you know, and uh, they were like, folks, please do not go on your roof to watch the lightning. Because <laughs> they, they didn't know, you know. Oh, people in L.A., man, it rains and they cannot drive. It's like people, you know, people mm. in Oregon or people where there's snow in the East Coast can drive better in the snow than people can on the West Coast in the rain. It's, it, it, it is really kind of sad. A little embarrassing, you know. It's crazy. It's a weird world right now. It's a weird world, and there's, you know, it's, there's this weird dichotomy of, of of really interesting, cool stuff that I see. You know, I just watched a thing on YouTube about the, I think the this year's robot convention in China. I'm like, wow, that's a new Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. I want one. It's only 1,500 bucks. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> 
But at the same time, then you watch like insane stuff, you know? It's like, well, we've decided to dump battery acid in the stream and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's get surprised that the fish are dying. What I'm tired of hearing is every time there's a, you know something happening now because there's so much bad weather, a once-in-a-hundred-year event. That's all I've been hearing all right. year. Like everything that's happening yeah, is a once-in-a-hundred-year event. So it's like uh, – <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're like, no, it happened two months ago, man. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like, unfortunately, it's becoming the norm, y'all. It's becoming the norm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you – the interesting thing – no. I wanted to ask you because I, you know, when we had you on before, you had, uh, the movie, uh, I think Queen Bees just came out uh, or was coming right. out, and you were in that, yeah. of course. And, yeah. um, you know, and there were some big names in that, too, you know, besides you. Yeah. Um, you know, some, it was great to get to work with all those, those wonderful, iconic yeah. actresses. It was awesome. Chris and Christopher Lloyd was in that, I think. You know, there's a bunch of big names. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I did not know. No, I knew you did some music stuff, but I kind of thought, eh, he probably does it once in a while. This just, I, I didn't realize you were the as intense of a musician as you are, you know, and really good. Um, have you always been like a rocker, uh, like into music and stuff, even when you were doing yeah. uh, acting and all this and that? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I was qualified up until recently, though, as more more of a hobby, as it were. I mean, I started taking guitar lessons and acting lessons at the same time at 13 years old, but I knew I, my concentration was on acting as a profession, so I really studied, I studied the whole, I say for 20 years, but you know, I was studying or I was teaching the whole time, because, oh, because I knew that, um, you know, someone's trying to get on the other line here, I knew that, uh, <laughs> I knew that, I knew that you know that to be for it to be a profession, I had to be really well well rounded. Now as a musician, I, I I approached it differently. I took lessons for a few years, learned the basics, and then from there I taught myself how to play up the neck and 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 learn more scales and things and keys. But basically, I didn't want to know too much because what I really wanted to do was write. Because that's what I really enjoy about mm. guitar is writing. And I figured if I knew too, this was my logic was that if I knew too much, every time I tried to write, I'd start comparing it to something, and I think in hindsight that worked well for me. And the reason I say that is now I have my band, the Courtney Gaines group that we've been playing steady in the Southeast now for the last nine months. And I'm doing, you know, I'm doing, um, you know, three sets a night, 70% covers and then the rest originals. And even the covers I'm interpreting wow. like to my own style. But that being said, it's already affecting my writing. I can already see like I'm, I'm playing these songs. And I'm like, oh yeah, these are the same three chords of the song I wrote over here, you know? So I'm glad, I, I'm glad I didn't know too much because it just left me the freedom to express myself, which is all I really, which is what it was always about for me. Music has always been a, a real, you know, if I was going through a tough time in my life or things like that, music was, a, was an outlet for me to write songs and, and get stuff out. Um, was was uh, was was necessary for me, and uh, this record, this six song EP, is definitely more of a storytelling record and more of a, I want to say a big session, but just pointing out things that I think are ridiculous. Like you know, one of them is called Bills in Space. Mm-hmm. It's about the billion the billionaire space race. Because I just think that's like, uh, you know, I don't know, kind of ridiculous. Like how about you three great billionaires and geniuses figure out how to create some uh, affordable housing? How about that? How about feeding the planet? How about that? You know, something something that you know makes a, a real difference. I don't know. So, but like you know, you know you're, stuff like that. You and I are on the same page, Courtney. And I think the world is. You know, everybody looks and says, yeah. 
this is why I'm pe- buying Amazon, you know? I mean, so this idiot can go, right. you know? It's, I don't think anybody, it's, it's, I don't like, think it's winding anybody's watch, you know what I mean? Nobody's right. excited. Exactly. You know? and, and hopefully I'm doing it in a fun and entertaining way. It's not just, you know, angry and, and uh, you know, like that. It's, it's, you know, the song's, you know, upbeat and fun because it's just, because it's, to me, that's, it's that ridiculous. So, like, it's like, do it ridiculous, right. you know? Um, another song I have on there called The Healer is told from the point of view of a plastic surgeon convincing a woman to, you know, what he can do for her. I think that's hilarious. Uh, uh, um, there's a song, Big Brother, that is about how we've become Big Brother. You know, we're filming ourselves all of the time. Um, right. And, and that was, that one originally spawned <laughs> a movie that we put out, Benny Bliss and the Disciples of Greatness, in 2009. Um, three of the songs in the record are from this movie, Benny Bliss, that I did in 2009. I thought we were going to make a record, and we didn't. So I have those three songs plus three original, three new songs that I put on this record. But, yeah, I think we've nice. become Big Brother, man. You know, we, we police ourselves. Oh, you know, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. I tell my son, you know, don't, you... I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead? No, 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 no. Oh, finish oh, your thought, okay. man. Finish your thought. Oh, I, was just saying, I, always tell my, I always tell my son, don't compare yourself to everybody else's highlight reel, because that's what, that's what the Internet's all, you know, <laughs> that's what Facebook and all that stuff's all about. <laughs> And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in season one i interview phil susan from ozzy osbourne's band Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some 
really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Exactly. It's so true. It is so true. And, you know, and it's it's weird, too, because, you know, I was just having this conversation with some friends of ours the other night. They were over for uh, uh, people, you know, bring me little dinners once in a while now. Um, and, and that's what they were. They were over. They were over for di- I, it sounds much more glamorous than it is. They're like, yeah, we know. Nice to bring you dinner. That's much, very so. nice. Yeah, yeah. Good that's friends, nice. you know. But we were talking about that. And I said, you know. It's interesting because I said, I don't know what it is. I don't ever, I'm not one of these people when I, you know, when I do my blog and stuff, I, I don't put on airs or like, oh, you know, we're, people assume that we have much more money, I think, <laughs> than we do. Like, oh, yeah, he's rolling around in a big pile of money, lighting cigars with hundred. No, I'm like the cheapest person you've ever met, man. I get stuff <laughs> I like taking my dog for a walk on bulk pickup night because I'm like, ooh, it's, what presents will I find this week, you know, that I can use? You know, in I my think dog. that's the that's that's the one good thing I think that's coming out of this of this actor strike is that you know the truth is coming out that writers and actors are struggling out there. I start, I did oh, a podcast yeah. called called the Outlander Hour about four or five years ago. And then I stopped. I thought we were going to get picked up, and it didn't. But but all I wanted to talk about was this subject, and nobody wanted to talk about it. And nobody wanted to talk about how, you know, the wardrobe lady was working 20-hour days, you know, and everybody in the crew is sick. Right. Nobody wanted like, – no, none of the people wanted to touch it because they were afraid they'd get fired or whatever. Nobody wanted to talk about it. They weren't – they were struggling as an actor because they didn't think that would make them look mm-hmm. good. And now the truth is finally coming out. I mean, that's why – you know, that's a big reason why I moved in 2017 to the southeast was because – the L.A. market for pasty white boys was drying up, and the cost of living right. was just going ridiculous. And I was like, well, let me make a move to the southeast where I can actually afford a house, and uh, and yeah, I can also absolutely. open up the southeast, the southeast market because there's a big market out here. Plus, I'd be close to the east coast. I'm only an hour and a half, an hour and a half flight from New York. So I opened up, ended up by making this move. I kept the L.A. market going, but also the southeast market. And the New York market, and it's helped. Oh, yeah. It's been a huge help for my career. It's given me a big boost. For some, I mean, the last two gigs I got that the, that I want to talk about was The Wrath of Becky, which came out a few months ago, which is a, a sequel to the movie mm-hmm. Becky that came out in 2020. I had grown out a big beard during COVID, and I said, I grow this thing out. I'm going to get one of those Proud Boy-type roles, and I surely did. Right. Played a total, <laughs> you know, right-winger playing banjo and stuff. It was awesome. And the movie the came out really good. It got in South, it got in South by Southwest, which was really awesome, and it's done really cool. And then, and then the other thing I did on the East Coast was uh, I, I went, I got hired by Rockstar to do a video game. They wouldn't tell me what it was. They kept it, they keep everything super secret there. But I know it's a big, big company. Turned out it was Grand Theft Auto. So I was in two parts nice. of Grand Theft Auto Los Santos Drug Wars. The first one came out in December. 
second one came out in March. Character named Lab Rat, nice. the guy who makes all the drugs. It's like my ode to Dennis right. Hopper. It was awesome. It was absolutely <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. It's so funny. You speak of Dennis. I had done, I painted a painting of, um, for some reason, I don't know, I, I hadn't watched Blue Velvet in a, a million years. Oh, there you and go. And it was on one night. Yeah, and so I watched it, and I got all inspired, and I did a, a Frank Booth painting. You know, he's looking over the nice. seat and breathing in his stuff. And yes. my wife's like, who the hell is that guy? She's young. You know, she doesn't know. <laughs> and um, bless her heart, you know. Thank God, right? Um, <laughs> she's not old and jaded like me. Anyway, I said, that's Frank Booth. He's the best villain ever, you know, one of them. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, hold on. Hold on. Let me find. So call up YouTube, found a clip, uh, you know, a reel somebody had done, I guess I call him now, of, uh, you know, classic Dennis Hopper's Frank Booth moments. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, that person's a complete psychopath. I think the actor who's playing that has to be like, <laughs> it's too real. Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna go. tell you a little Dennis Hopper. I'm gonna tell you a little Dennis Hopper story then, okay? So, um, I did colors Absolutely. with him, right? And 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 how right? I got colors oh, yeah. was was my my mentor Virgil Fry uh, was a good friend of his and helped him make Easy Rider. He's also an actor. Virgil was. And yeah. um, so when I heard that there was a role for a white guy in colors, I called my, he was my manager at the time. I said, you got to get me in on this. I got to play this role. So I ended up getting in because they couldn't find any white guys who knew that culture. I grew up in that stuff. But, um, mm. but Dennis, Dennis, I mean, he's a genius, right? I mean, you got, you know, he's an artistic genius. I mean, he's, he's you know, making easy rider, making colors. He, he talked about, he showed the world, worlds of culture that they did not know existed in, in America. You know right. what I mean? He opened the door to things. He got, you know, and he's a wonderful photographer and all these things. And, you know, and a, and a lover of art and, and all these things you have to give him credit for. But, yeah, that dude is a little crazy. And um, one time I was in his trailer with my mentor, Virgil, who came to the shoot, and we were talking about stuff. He was just talking about how it was going. And then somebody, they brought him in these, these Reeboks. That's how it was the 80s, right? They still made Reeboks. And he's trying to put these shoes yeah. on. He's trying to lace them up, and he just flipped out. He's like, oh, these fucking shoes, man! They want those, you know. And he just, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like, like he's trying to put on, he's trying to lace up a pair of shoes. And he's like losing his shit, you know. And he's just like, too many drugs, man. Too many drugs. I'm but, telling you. Know, you. I mean, look, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is a great actor, man. I mean, crazy, intense, vulnerable, creepy uncomfortable he he would bring all those things to bear with all you know with so many of the wonderful roles he did you know oh absolutely absolutely and in real life some people have those lingering after effects we we have a there's a lady that lives down the block from us and um i can say this because she'll she'll never hear this um but uh, (laughs) i I don't want to say her name but um she's she's a little out there bless her heart you know um, she, she's the type that will do yard work at 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? And, and my well, wife you, was like, she's like, what the hell is the woman? She's out there mowing and it's raining and it's dark. What, what's going on? She, she tapes flashlights on her lawnmower, you know? And oh, said, my God. I don't think she's doing it now, but meth is a hell of a drug. I'm sure <laughs> it would not surprise <laughs> me if there was a period in her life. Or she, uh, you know, well, plays a little bit in that. 
it, it seems like there was a lot of crazies in Florida. You watch Dateline, and I'd say like over oh, half of the true. episodes take place in Florida. I don't know why. I don't know what's in the water, but it seems like all the half the crazy shit happens in Florida, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm in the middle of it. I am in the middle of it. It is so true. It is, and it is weird. It's you know the weird thing. When I first moved to Florida, I actually moved to the Gulf side of Florida first to Fort Myers. Okay. But I had all these mm-hmm. preconceptions in my head. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be selling paintings to like cartel drug lords, and you know, this is. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Miami Vice, and I moved to Fort Myers. Uh, went to visit a friend, you know, met a, I didn't plan, it wasn't anything that was planned out, it just kind of happened, and it was just all monster trucks and opioid addicted people, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Miami Vice at all, and I was kind of disappointed, I'm like, yeah, a little closer to the trailer side of things, I would imagine, yeah, yeah, but then we moved to this <laughs> side of the state, and I'm like, oh, I see that, the A1A with the compound, with the guards, well, I, I get it, I get it. Um, no, Florida's yeah, so Florida's so diverse, man. I mean, I mean, you know, you think crazy. like a Miami lifestyle, and then you think of like Jacksonville, you know, which I'm close to. Oh, I mean, yeah. Jacksonville's southern, you know, one of the it's biggest southern, ports in the world know, for all intents yeah. and purposes. So it's it's Florida's very diverse, you know. It's very crazy. We'll go up to Disney in Orlando. Like we'll drive up there a couple of times. My, we have those monthly pass things, and uh, my wife was raised here in Florida, so she, her family worships the, at the Temple of Disney. You know, I mean, and that's nothing wrong with that. Whatever. And uh, yep. but we'll drive up there, and it's the weirdest thing, folks. It's the weirdest thing. You'll see a billboard. You'll see all these billboards on the way up there, and there's you know there's a lot of because there's a lot of people with Jesus in their heart here. You know, I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's still the South. So you'll see, you know, the anti or, you know, a, anti-abortion billboards and, you know, it's a child, not a child, that kind of stuff. And then right after it, fire an M16, you know, these places that they have. And you go <laughs> <pay for you. laughs> yeah. And it's just the weirdest dichotomy. You're, you're like, well, that doesn't go fit together at all. But it's Florida. It's Florida. But you, no, you live in uh, Savannah area, right? Correct. So not that far from Florida. Matter of fact, we just did a gig in uh, uh, Amelia Island, which is just, just oh, on the, across nice. the border there. We had a good time there. That nice. was fun. Savannah is one of yeah. those cool cities that I like. It's kind of like kind of like Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, uh, Athens, Georgia. You know, it's. I don't know if there's like like a big bunch of crystals underneath there or something, but there just seems to be cool artsy people that seem to gather. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dead bodies yeah. underneath, underneath the city. That's for sure. Uh, there was a plague Probably. that happened and, and, and all these things, but, but what makes the, the, the town, the, the downtown uh, uh, so unique is that, you know, it's a historic district that was built in the 17 and 1800s and it didn't get destroyed in the civil war after after uh, you know Sherman burnt, oh, really? you know uh, he burnt he burnt you oh, know yeah. to the, the ground and he was on the way. They knew, and when he showed up, they gave him the keys to the city and gave him the biggest place to stay. <laughs> and they were like, "Don't kill, you know, don't kill us, <laughs> don't burn our town down." So Savannah, yeah. that's why Savannah's preserved, and that's why there's so many projects that shoot here because it's such a pure. It looks you you throw a buggy and a couple you know ho- uh, some horses in here, man, and you're like you're back in the 1700s, Insto Changeo. You know, that's it's really, that's really cool. unique. Yeah, that is 
cool. It's really beautiful little town. And the cool it's thing, really. It's also in Georgia, so everybody, you know, everybody always talks about Atlanta. They're like, oh, it's the new, you know, with all the studios and there's a lot of animation that happens, a lot of video game stuff, and um, out of Atlanta, you know, it's kind of got a buzz to it. You know, the New York of the South, but those tax breaks and everything for your business. Still apply, right? I mean, you're still technically well, in Georgia. Well, not only so. not only is there the state Georgia tax break, which is absolutely true, you get in the state, which you know people think of as Atlanta, but in fact, Savannah gives another ten percent. So it's the best. It's the wow. best tax break in the country, actually. But it's a very nice. specific place, right? You can't, right. you know, it's not met, you know, it's not the big city. But I I've worked in Atlanta a few times. I shot Sweet Home Alabama there. I shot uh, Two Part Heat of the Night in Conyers, which is about an hour out of. And I did not want to move from one big city to another big city. So right. I I was happy to move. Savannah is like I'm I can get to Atlanta if I book a job. But the whole Southeast market is interesting. So the whole Southeast market is basically 300 miles in any direction from Atlanta. So mm. you can book a job in Kentucky. You can book a job, you know, like you, you, there's. All, I've worked in Kentucky. I've worked in North Carolina. I've worked out of, outside of Atlanta. Nice. There's a lot. So, so it's a different. It's a different animal. It's a much more wide. It's not just Atlanta. Atlanta's where the epicenter is. Atlanta's where the studios are. But but the south. There are southeast southeast actors that live in Alabama. There are southeast actors that live in Florida. There are southeast actors that live in Georgia. It's it's really a much more widespread out concept. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I had the same experience, very similar one that you had, uh, Courtney. And I was living in San Diego. I lived out there for about ten years. I put in a good decade out there. And one of the San weird Diego's things right. about living in well, yeah, it's it, it's okay. But I was in L.A. every weekend because I was you know I was young, oh, I was single. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. San Diego's beautiful, great people, kind of dull. You know, um, so yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. All it's, the time. it's not for young people. You're right. Right, right. So, but the thing is, is one day, I um, the weird thing about California is, you get into this routine, and, and you spend an unbelievable amount of money. I was doing my bills one day, and I had an epiphany. <laughs> uh, it just hit me, and I'm like, holy shit, this is the nut I have to crack. I and have been cracking for eight years. Every month, right. oh my god! I and my plan was to move. I'm like, I could move somewhere to like Pigeon Forge and live like a king, man. For what am I spending here? You know, right. I gotta get the hell that's out of here. That's exactly the conclusion so, I finally came to. And you know, I, I get a pension now. As an actor, you can start collecting a pension at 55 if you want to, if you're fortunate enough to <laughs> collect a pension. I did not know I that. Yeah, that's and you can still work. So it's like a great, it's a great deal. So I was like, let me move into the suburbs of, you know, Savannah where I can actually right. afford to live on a, a pension. And then I, it freed me up to choose to do, take jobs I want to take and to not take acting jobs I don't want to take. And it's also freed me up to really start concentrating on the music. So it's really the last year or so that I've really, really started focusing on this whole music thing and it said formed a band and now we're, we're, you know, weekend warriors. We're gigging regularly. We're gonna, you know, we're, we're definitely gonna hit the road for this record in, in next year. So we're, I'm taking it seriously. Nice. This band, I picked up, I picked up the bass. My last band, Ripple Street, I played guitar and sang. This band, I played bass mm. and sang because I wanted a better, a better guitar player. Because we're, you know, we're doing three 45 minute sets a night now. I needed somebody that could help carry the songs a lot better than I was on guitar. So awesome. Uh, but it's really, 
but it's really getting my chops together over the last nine months is, is you know, been really about getting ready to hit the road. And I, you know, I feel ready now. I feel really good. So let's, and it's so cool, man. It is so cool. And to hear, I mean, you've always been passionate about all the projects I've, I've talked to you, you know, that you've done and whatnot. Um, you just seem, one of the things I like about you, Courtney, is, is your, it's very infectious. You know, it makes me passionate about stuff that's going on, you know, <laughs> and, but you seem like you have the normal passion of your projects plus 10, <laughs> you know, about when you talk well, about Well, that's music. interesting. You light I, I, up, man. Some, I always find people like overly ridiculously enthusiastic. You know, I try, I, I am, I am no, excited about but, it, but I like, I, people are always like, I'm so excited. You got to hear my record. You know, it's just like, no, well, but it, it ain't like that. Over the top. It know? ain't like that. It ain't like, my thing you know, is, the guy down the street giving you his my, DJ mixtape. No, it's, uh, my, thing, my, my thing is, you know, artist, you I know. think actors, actors get a pretty bad rap musically and probably justifiably so. So I figure the bar is pretty low. So just, you know, go like you, this the fake fang records, the local uh, uh, record companies picked up this record. That's where you got to go get it. Go to fake fang records. You can hear the songs three times. If you like it, you know, you can pick up the digital copy, or if you don't, you can pick up a CD. We're going to have a limited run of CDs and even a more limited run of signed CDs. But I figure take a listen, mm-hmm. see if this actor can rock. That's that's my challenge. Go see if I can rock. Ooh. I know you're going to play a couple songs. I think so you we'll, can. that would be a good chance for them to see as well. I think you do. Not only can you, but you do. Let's play one of your tracks, right? I've got two of them here. We've got, uh, they sent over Safe Haven and Bills in Space. We talked a little bit about, you talked a little bit about Bills in Space earlier. Say, let's do Bills in, um, Bills in Space first since we talked about the ridiculous billionaire space race. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, it, it's so funny you mentioned that because I was just watching, uh, what did I watch the other night? It was a, uh, Tom Hanks. Um, Kevin Bacon, Apollo 13, and you know that oh, that yeah. movie they they really captured the the excitement that everybody had at that at that time in the space right. You know, I don't I, nobody was that excited when these billionaires started going up in space. You know, nobody was well because of, because it became about a monetary it became about an ego trip and a monetary you know they monetize they're monetizing it so it's just a different animal right. at that point you know. Absolutely. Well, here it is. And you got to be a millionaire. You got to be a millionaire to be able to fly. It costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars to hop on one of these things, you know, to go up and and be, you know, uh, for like three seconds, you know, uh, floating in space. Like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Come on, what are you talking about? All I'm saying, if you're if you if you're going on a trip somewhere, folks, and you're sitting next to, you know, the seat over from you is a billionaire, and I don't care if it's going to space or to the bottom of the ocean. You might want to rethink your travel arrangements, you know? Um, <laughs> it ain't good. Here it is, everybody. This is the Courtney Gaines Group, Bills in Space. Check this out. Already long just for scowing 
it is, folks. Bills in Space. Courtney Gaines Group. Brand new. Very good stuff, man. You can get a uh, copy of that over at Fake Things uh, Records. And uh, we yep. have a link up and whatnot to that as well. And uh, we're very gonna have a, cool, we're, Courtney. We're going to have a single out to listen to soon, uh, by the end of the week or early next week. And it's a song called Look Out that I always say if I make a music video, it'd be like very film noir. Um, but you can oh, listen to that cool. song. You can listen to that song like three times, and if you like it, you can pre-order the record. And if you pre-order the record, I will not just sign the the, the CD; uh, I will actually personalize it to you. So, so go oh. over there and check. So that's like they're gonna be a, you know only only for pre-orders will you get a personally unless you see me at a convention or something. The only way you get a personalized CD would be to do a pre-order. So very cool. And the cool thing. The cool thing about that, folks, is you don't know. You don't know what will happen. Could be 10 years. Could be 15 years down the road. You know, we all have peaks and valleys we go through, and you might be in a valley, and you wind up out in Las Vegas and go see the Pawn Stars with your personalized CD. How cool would that be? They'll give you a million dollars. Good luck in negotiating with those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're always like, I'll give you half of whatever it's worth. That's their negotiation. I always tell people, I, you know, I'm an old punk rocker. But I always tell people, I'm like, I've been to a lot of punks. Maybe I just had crappy stuff. Uh, that's what I like to tell myself. But never once in many cities I've been to pawn shops. Never once did they call in an expert um, on anything I had. Yeah, no. It, it, it's a TV show. It's not a real pawn shop anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's... The, but but it's informational. It's cool. You get to see some cool stuff and learn some things. Yeah. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www. Dot jamierocks.us www.jamierox.us Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic-grade essential oils. 
Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Ruxgear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Oh, man. Let me ask you, we were talking off mic um, uh, about your boy, and, and he uh, and you were mentioning his, his, his work. I, all the people I know in the entertainment business, actors and actresses and stuff that I know, um, are pretty healthy, you know, they, they work out and stuff like, because they kind of have to, you know, and different roles require different look, you know, hey, we need you to lose 20 pounds or gain 15 or whatever it is, you know, it's always crazy. Um, now, I imagine you did that stuff when you were well, focused a lot I on acting I and whatnot. I don't have the same, I'm, I'm not you? a leading man, right, or the leading men and leading ladies have immense pressure to look good, right? I mean, that's what they're selling mm. more than they're selling talent, in my opinion. As a character oh, actor, I could, as a character actor, my career, honestly, the worse I'm willing to look, the better, I think. You know? And I don't just mean physically, <laughs> I mean, like, willing to look bad, willing to... The, be- the more vulnerable I'm willing to be, the more non-cool I'm willing to be, the better, you know. And it's not always easy on the ego, but it, it's, it's an, I feel it's a necessity of the job. There's there's only one hero in the story, right, and the rest are not. Right. You know? so, and many, many characters I've done are on the wrong side of history, like the character I just did, you know, in uh, Wrath of Becky. But, you know, it, it, there's no foils, there's no story. So, you know, we, we all have right, to do absolutely. We, what what we do best, right? So um, yeah, I don't have to worry about it nearly as much as all these poor all these poor people trying to stay skinny now. Uh, they're all shooting that uh, 
that that drug to keep themselves skinny right now, right? Uh, that's supposed to be right. for like people, people with like blood pressure problems and things, and they're all, they're all stealing yeah. it and using it because it's because of rapid weight loss. It's terrible. Right. Well, I was wondering, and now you know you're going, getting ready to go on the tour and stuff. Do you? Are you a gym guy? Do you like go running? No, and stuff? man. I, I mean, I work. I work out a little bit, yes. do a little bit of yoga and stuff, but I'm no gym. We were talking about my son. My son, like, yeah, he's a fanatic. He's in, he's taking jujitsu like five days a week, and then you know sometimes we'll do like two jujitsu classes and then go power lift afterward. I mean, like, he's nuts. You know, he's 100, 185 pounds of pure muscle. You know, like he's right. he used to be a runner. He was, he was a competitive runner. He ran in college. He's an occupational therapist now, so he works with a lot of uh, you know a lot of young kids with uh, you know mentally handicapped stuff and like uh, you know he's a great guy gotcha. he's great with kids mm-hmm. but he's yeah he's he's fit i'm i'm i i i'm nothing compared to this guy this kid super fit man i had a i remember many years ago i had a friend of mine that was in a a band this band red flag they were, it had a couple hits in the 80s you know kind of a synth band and uh, we were mm-hmm. hanging out drinking one night and <laughs> this is way back when i was young and single you know and um, he said, man, and I started putting on a little bit of weight, um, well on my way to where I am now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's like, man, you, you might want to, uh, you know, work out. I'm like, dude, I'm in the art world. I can look like a toad. It doesn't matter. You know, all that matters <laughs> is the pain. You have to go and look good on stage. I do not. So have fun at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll put a, I'll be put a, a cool little road. look together. I put a cool little look together for this band. If you go to the Courtney Gaines group on Facebook, you can you can see there's tons of posts of what what I'm what I'm looking like now with the beard and the hair's gotten long again. It's gotten really long again. Oh yeah. And, uh, I'm I'm rocking it. So if you want to see what the look is, the sort of the act we've put together, go to go to the Facebook page Courtney Gaines group, and that's also where you'll be able to find out when we're touring and when the, you know all that kind of stuff. So that's where you want to go. Awesome. I, I like the hat. I like the hat, man. I'm a hat yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I, I dig the hat, too. That, that's a very cool hat. Like, they called a gambler's absolutely. hat, I think, whatever. But it was also, I had to find one that was, uh, like, the gambler's hat look, but also was good for, like, hot weather. Because, you know, playing here in the South, right. we, do some out, we do a lot of outdoor gigs, <laughs> and it's, like, ridiculously hot, man. And so it's, like, you got to have a hat that can actually <laughs> breathe. You can't wear, like, a leather hat or something. You'll just die, yeah. you know? Absolutely. People don't get that. It is hot, man, in the south. That's one thing. It is hot and humid. It is terrible. It's the, and it's the, and it's the uh-huh. humidity, exactly. And this summer is yeah. crazy. It's been in the 90s the whole time, but it's also been raining the whole time. So it's been a very weird summer, right. you know? Well, it's it's probably the same in, in, in Savannah as it is down here. You know, Close. our logical brain, we're like, oh, if it it's going to rain. That means it's going to cool everything. No, that's, it's like putting the water on the hot rocks in a sauna. It just makes yep. it worse. Bombier, yeah. Um, it's a little worse in Florida. When we drive to Florida to do gigs or, you know, go to St. Augustine, which I think is a really cool town, um, you know, oh, yeah. the, it goes up It goes up a few more degrees. Definitely, the more you go south toward Florida, the hotter oh, it gets. Yeah. No doubt about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, hey, let's play, before we run out of time, let's play uh, the other track that we've got queued up. This is Safe Haven. Oh. Do you want to 
Yeah. Should we play it? Yeah, or I just want we, to say um, something really quick about it. So that's the title track of the yeah. record. That was one of the new songs I wrote. It was a song I wrote on bass. You'll hear it's got a killer bass line. Um, but safe haven, it means a few things. Safe haven means, like, you know, uh, uh, how important it is for all of us to have, you know, a, a home. You know, there's so many people out there that don't have a home, which is just terrible. You know, to not have a safe haven to go to at the end of the day, but it's also music for me. It's a safe haven, as I'm sure painting for you is a safe haven. We all right. need whatever that is, that that safe place that we that we kind of go on the inside. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. It, it means all of those things. We all need a safe haven, man. Absolutely. Here it is, everybody. This is Courtney Gaines Group, Safe Haven. Check this out.
that was Safe Haven title track off the upcoming uh, album. Very, very cool. I like that track a lot, Courtney. That's one of the new ones. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got a little bit of an R&B feel to it, I think. You know, with that bass line. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Hey, man, I know you're a super wicked busy guy, and, um, you know, you got a lot of irons in the fire and stuff. I'm just so glad that you had a chance to take the time to talk and, and catch up a little bit. Um, you're always so cool. And like I said, you inspire the heck out of me. Um, you know, and it's so exciting that all this stuff's happening. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. man. For well, thanks, well, thanks for having me back on. It's good to catch up and talk with you again. And thanks for playing a couple of the tunes. And uh, yeah. hopefully people dug them, man. Absolutely. And we're all going to be looking for you at the uh, Grand Theft Auto, the latest. Is it out yet? Or yeah, is it coming out? Yeah. Character Lab Rat, you can go online and they call them cutscenes. You can see the cutscenes on uh, Facebook and stuff. That character's really funny, man. Really funny. Nice. <laughs> You're hitting them all. You're hitting all the markets. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will be back. Um, it's the end of the week. We'll be back next week. Um, hey, I know we were supposed to um, have on. Uh, 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 Serena DC the other day and, and some, some scheduling conflicts happened. That will be happening. That show's been rescheduled. Happened uh, right before we went on the air here um, this coming Tuesday. So her new documentary um, where she interviews all these people about uh, that have had near-death experiences and whatnot. Um, if that's your jam, you, you're going to want to see that documentary and uh, you know tune in for that. Um, that'll be this coming Tuesday. So uh, we'll be blasting it out tomorrow. But hey, Courtney Gaines, you gotta go over. We got links up. These links stay active um, when this goes out to uh, uh, Spotify and Pandora and all that. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, that those all stay active. So click on that that Facebook uh, link there to the Courtney Gaines group and also uh, Courtney Gaines and, and FakeThings.com. And uh, we even have a link to Courtney's IMDb. You can see all the stuff and be surprised. Courtney's been in a ton of stuff. Every time I look at his your IMDb, Courtney, I'm like, oh, oh, that's right. I remember him in that. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. You've done a lot of work. A yes, lot of sir. Work. Been blessed. Been blessed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, keep jamming. We're going to follow you. And uh, very, very cool. Go listen to this, folks. Listen to these tracks and get that pre-order and get it personalized. That is awesome. <laughs> you know? Very, very cool. That's... Thank you, Courtney. Thanks, Jamie. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next week. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.